have a special episode today so we're taking a little bit of a break to regroup um we want to enjoy our summers and you know it takes a lot to put this podcast together and we've done it for a solid year straight no breaks we had a well we had two clip shows over the holidays so we're going to take a little bit of a break and then come back to you in a couple weeks um we're having talks with a new sponsor and that might require a bit of a reformat of the show and I kind of want to reformat it anyway, because, you know, we've done the same thing for a year. We play the same games. So, you know, we're, we're going to take the time, zhuzh it up, to use a term from my other podcast, and, uh, yeah, come back at you with something fresh and new. So give us a couple weeks, but we don't want to leave you without anything. So today, uh, it's just me. Next week will be just JJ. And we thought it would be interesting to just sort of talk to you about specifically what pride and gay pride means to us. So we are just coming out of Pride Month at the airing of this episode. I'm filming it. I'm recording it right about in the middle of Pride. So I just thought it was a good subject. Uh, Before we get there, you know, I usually say this at the end of the show, but I want to say this here at the beginning. Please, please, please hit subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Drop a comment. You know, we have a really hard time getting out there. And we know that people really enjoy the show. And I want, you know, I think more people would enjoy it if it got out there. And the only way that it gets out there is if it's word of mouth. And, you know, we're not celebrities. We can't get on the Today Show and talk about our new podcast, you know. So it really requires the help from our our listeners. So recommend it to a friend. I actually was out at an event last night and someone was like, I think I've heard of your podcast. Like I've definitely heard people talk about it. So that was nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, help us out. Tell a friend that you think would like this podcast to join us, especially in our, our revamp. You can go back through old episodes, uh, listen to things you liked and and interact with us. You know, we're on the Instagram, so I monitor it. So let me know what you, what you like, what you don't like. Talk to us, ask us questions, you know, say hi. Uh, one of the things I specifically want to do, and we're going to push for this over, over our break is I want to change our guest segment to stop, you know, playing a game or maybe not play a game as often. And I want to start doing advice, you know, talk about, um, and maybe we'll do it, you know, we'll do it in a fun way. We'll do it in a comedic way. But uh, if you have questions about relationships, if you're wondering about, you know, some date you went on and you, you want to talk about it or have us talk about something that happened, um, just or general questions about, you know, being queer, being in New York dating, being in a big city dating, being in a small town and dating, anything about, sex, relationship, or ships, or general sort of queer life, you know, submit it on the Instagram. You can email it to necessaryoutlet at gmail.com, which is the production company's uh, email address. You can drop it in the DMs to, you know, JJ Bozeman, uh, at JJ Bozeman on Instagram, at Jack Tracy Official on Instagram. Yeah, reach out to us. Drop drop something, even if it's just like a, a one-line question and it doesn't have to be a whole thing or a whole story. You can drop us a voice note. Anything you want us to talk about or anything that you want us to address, um, we'll keep it anonymous and um, unless you don't want us to. And yeah, so let's talk about 
pride. And I haven't prepared anything. This isn't like prepared. I'm literally just speaking off the cuff. So I honestly don't really celebrate pride. Um, it's not that I'm not proud to be gay. I certainly, I benefited from the fact that at no point in my life have I ever wished I was straight. I never tried. I never pretended. I, I mean, I certainly covered it while I was in high school to just like survive high school, but I never wished I was different. I never wished I was, quote, normal. That was not something I ever wanted. So it's not, I don't celebrate pride not because I'm not proud to be gay. I'm very proud. I'm very happy to be gay. There's something about being outside of, I think I've always identified myself as an outsider, like being outside society, being able to, you know, not have a societal standard that I must live up to. I can create my life however I want. I don't feel the pressure to get married, have kids, do this, do that. You know, I, I was, um, um, that pressure was never put on me either by society or by my family. So I feel very fortunate in that way. I'm a very, you know, sexual person and I enjoy the fact that our community is, you know, very open to sex and I think more so than the straight community. So I'm very fortunate in that way. I can, you know, live my life the way that I want. So it's not that I'm not proud. I think it goes more to just my general aversion to uh, people. (laughs) I hate a crowded room. I don't want to be pressed amongst a whole bunch of people at a parade. I honestly find parades pointless. Like standing there watching a float pass. I used to watch the Macy's Day Parade, like at Thanksgiving, because I wanted to see like the Broadway performances and the dance troops and the music acts. I don't even really watch that anymore. I certainly don't go to it. Um, yeah, I just don't like being, and I would ne- never, never go to like Pride Island they do here in New York. I'd never go to a big party, horse meat discos coming here. I would never buy tickets to get drunk and get sweaty amongst a whole bunch of people like that. That ugh, makes my skin crawl. Um, the music is never what I want the music to be. Uh, I'm not an uns uns. Let's get soaking wet. Like, I'm not one of those people. Um, if anything, I think on Prides, I've, like, bought a ticket to, like, a Pride comedy show, uh, a drag show. Um, just made a point to, like, support a queer artist and, like, see a piece of content that's, like, entirely queer. That's how I like to celebrate. Um, um, I watched this year, you know, the, despite Netflix platforming people like Dave Chappelle and and Ricky Gervais and their transphobic nonsense, which really pisses me off. Uh, I did watch some of their like pride content. They had, you know, the stand-up special, which I thought was really cool. Even though I fast forward through some people that I don't think are funny and are just hot. I think I've talked about it before on this podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I... I enjoyed that. So yeah, I, I think my celebration of Pride is just consuming content. Uh, I've been very blessed, uh, booked and blessed. I've been very blessed to have a lot of performance opportunities this month in a way that I've never had. So my post-pandemic, and I know we're, we're kind of, we're still in it, but you know what I mean. Like we're actually back, we're out of our homes and we're back in society. My goal was to, was like, I've got to perform more. You know, and I've got to make my own opportunities because I can't get people to book me. And I can't, you know, the the bars are, 
man, management of bars in New York City are fucking awful. They're rude. They don't get back to you. They treat you like shit. You know, I don't know how they treat the drag queens. I have to assume better. They don't give you budgets. They don't care. Like, they just don't give a shit. They just want your money for drinks. They just... It's so annoying that, like, the business pillars of our community are much more about draining our money than supporting the community, with the exception of the Stonewall. Stonewall has been wonderful to me, and it never... um, it never, I never take for granted that I'm performing at the fucking Stonewall, that I have a regular show there once a month. Uh, even though I'm still building it, even though I still have to beg people to come, beg my own friends, people that I know, beg you. And most of you don't, you know. And I feel that, you know, I feel it every time. But even though it's still the fucking Stonewall. And it makes me, you know, so grateful that. And I wish I could, like, tell a younger me, like, Jack, in the future, you're like a regular performer at the birth of the modern gay civil rights movement, you know? It's a historical landmark. Like, it's so cool. Anyway, um, so I've got my event there. I've been really, like, I performed at Brooklyn Pride. Like, things have really been taking off on the music front in a way that I never expected. So it feels very good to be growing. Um, So, yeah, so my Pride Month is consuming queer art. Um, um, performing as much as I can and um, having a lot of gay sex <laughs> celebrating the way that our forefathers intended um, I feel like also gay pride doesn't really like hit home for me in a way that it might hit home for other people because you know I, I've spent now most of my life sheltered in gay safe spaces. I can understand how pride would mean something else to someone who lives in a town where they feel constantly under pressure, under criticism, potentially fear of violence, and like being able to have a day where you can just purely be yourself amongst your people. You know, I live amongst my people. I came to New York because I I think like I had this goal. I always wanted to live in New York and I'd never been. I'd seen it on TV, I'd heard about, and I think my young gay brain was just like, I can be myself there. That's where I can live, that's the only place that I can live the life that I want to live. And I said to people, I think through the years, like, I want to live in a place where I can hold hands with the person, you know, with my boyfriend or partner or date, and walk down the street holding hands and just like not even think about it. Because in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I had to think about it. And there was a time I came out of the movie theater once on a date holding hands, and we were circled by cars with people, like, harassing us. Like, they were literally doing, like, it's out of a movie. Like, in the parking lot, cars, like, in a caravan, like, circling around us, yelling shit at us. That was what it was like living in Lancaster. And I don't think that's the way it is any now. I think Lancaster turned pretty gay. But, um, yeah, I wanted to live somewhere where I just didn't have to worry about that shit. Which means that, you know, sometimes I forget, and I think as we all do, that, like, most of the world isn't like this. You know, most of the world isn't like this. You you shelter yourself, and the same thing with sort of social media. You block yourself into this reaffirming confirmation bias circle, and you forget that there are still places that, that in this country that are not friendly to gay people, where people are afraid to be queer, visibly queer, outside of their homes, you know? So for people, like, I understand the importance of pride specifically 
for people who have to deal with that shit. I'm just fortunate that I don't. So, um, yeah. Let's talk about the corporate, because that's a big conversation. There's two, I'll talk about two more subjects. So one is the, the corporate sponsorship of Pride. One, it's made New York Pride completely impossible to participate in if you're, like, a local queer artist. Because it's not about New York City. It's about showcasing for the world. Like, I'm never going to perform in a parade or an event that's, like, courting Christina Aguilera. (laughs) You know, like, not going to happen, you know? So I think little Kim is performing at Pride Island this year. It's, It's like, and they're not even queer, you know? So that, love them. But it just, you know, and I deal with this in my music career, it goes to the fact that, you know, especially gay men, especially white gay men, do not support and do not want to support other queer artists. They want Dua Lipa, they want Christina, they want Britney, they want all of that. They like, and a woman, like very rarely any man. Uh, they ain't, ain't out there for Sam Smith. They ain't out there for Troy Sivan. The women are, the lesbians are, the straight women are. But now, no. no. The gay men are probably gay white men in my view are the least supportive of their community. So, um, and the least interested, unless it's a drag queen. Um, unless they're a person of color and then they attack them on social media. Oof. Anyway, didn't mean to make it negative. But uh so I'll t- so the where was I starting? The corporatization of, of pride. So it, it has that effect. It, like But on the other hand, it's what we wanted, right? We wanted businesses to, like, cater to us. We wanted businesses. We wanted the the business world to see us. And we did that through being visible, through shows like Will and Grace, through, you know, mainstream representation, which, you know, Modern Family, which, you know, is sometimes stereotypical. In hindsight, isn't always great. But it did a lot of good work. It, it put us into people's homes. It made people see gay people and accept them and it made businesses more comfortable it businesses now feel you know one of the cancel culture which i honestly don't believe in i believe in accountability culture but um one of the great things about cancel culture is listen businesses aren't doing this out of the kindness of their heart they're doing it because they know we will come for them if they do something homophobic or don't support us and so they support us out of fear that we're going to cancel them on social media because there's now more of us than there are people trying to get, you know, Ellen bumped from Target, right? There's more of us now. So we changed We changed what capitalism favors by being the louder, larger, stronger audience. So that's good. And they give us money. You know, they pay the Rue girls handsomely. They pay drag queens to come entertain, you know, their 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 employees at events. They have diversity and inclusion, you know, committees, which also, you know, helps with gender inclusion and racial inclusion. And, you know, like, when we complain about corporations taking over pride, we have to remember, like, we wanted this. This is overall good. Um... And if you're looking for, if you if you want to be critical about, well, they support pride, but they also fund, you know, Republican politicians. Yeah, because they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. There's no morality to a corporation. They make business decisions. And it's a business decision for them to support gay people enough that they won't get maligned on the internet, but also fund Republican politicians that will keep their taxes low. 
It's a business decision, and they're going to do it every time unless we rise up and shame them enough. It's about, you know, corporations are only going to respond to market pressure. So unless we respond with market pressure, they're not just going to do it because they're nice people, right? That's not even the way the system is set up. The legal system requires corporations to act in the best interests of their shareholders. Now I'm getting all legal. Ugh, you didn't come for this. But the law says you must act in the best, you know, what gives your shareholders the best return. So if the best return is keeping your taxes low and siding with homophobic people to get a bigger market share, that's what they're going to do. If it makes more money to cater the queer community, that's what they're going to do, right? So yes, it's annoying, but I think it, I think it actually does more good than harm. And we can criticize it. I'm not saying don't complain. Complain. Host counter pride stuff where people can give us money, but they can't, you know, take it over. But, you know, it is what we wanted. And the other thing I want to talk about before I let you go, so we, I'm not going to do this for an hour, don't worry, um, is there seems to be a decency anti-sex movement for pride i hear whispers of it i'm not really i'm not really involved in that conversation so much i'm not really seeing people there are no people in my life that are like no harnesses of pride it offends the children you know like i think drag queen story hour is great that's great i think there should be there was there was gay child entertainment peewee's playhouse was gay that christmas special grace jones Katie Lang, Joan Rivers, like, like, there was gay content. It was just masked, right? Uh, Miss Yvonne, as I heard a, po- a podcast I listened to um, talk about, Miss Yvonne was a drag queen, right? So, anyway, but, like, I'm fine for, like, having things that are for kids. A youth pride, a family-friendly event, God, let me tell you, the amount of Pride events that like, I'm performing in, they're like, well, you can't have racy lyrics and you can't, you know, be sexualized. And it's not, the entire thing, the entire thing that people care about, whether you're pro or anti-gay, is the way we have sex. That's the center of what identifies the gay community, not necessarily the queer community, not necessarily, you know, gender nonconforming, not necessarily, certainly not the trans community. They're the center of their otherness is more than sex and love it's more about identity where ours identity is it's really gay and lesbians is more about who who and how who we have sex with and how we have sex with them really that's what you know there were anti-sodomy laws which were homophobic why because Anal sex is, for mo- for a lot, I won't say most, I don't know the numbers, for a lot of gay people, the center of their, you know, sex lives and the center of their lives, you know. Sex is, is a primal, central need of everyone but asexual people, I think. Uh, so so the, the fact that you want to take sex out of pride, you might as well take the gay out of pride. You might as well just make it straight pride at that point because it's, it's the center of it. I don't want to, like, I don't want, and it seems to be, like, the youth whom apparently aren't having sex anymore. I, I don't, I don't know. But, like, 
you hear these things. I haven't read the statistics. And honestly, I don't know anybody. And I know I live in a in a bubble. But, like, I don't know these people. But, like, no, no. There needs to be... There need to be leather harness. There needs to be fetish stuff at Pride. We need performers who are grinding up on each other. Like, like... And we need it in mainstream media. If Nicki Minaj can show us everything but her holes, uh, uh, which hey, I'm not criticizing, I love. Like, we need to be able to do the same. Little Nas X is pushing that. I love it. Further, more. If they're doing it, we should do it. You know? And so I do not want pride to be... Kind of, and, and that might go hand in hand with the corporatization of pride. Corporations are like, oh no, we can't make it too sexual. Everyone's got to be cam and... I don't know, the other guy from Modern Family. I don't remember the character names. But, like, it's got to be, you know, neutered, asexual, you know, about gay love, not about gay sex. Which, you know, there's a movement to, to push that. But, like, to have it within our own community pushing against that and trying to sanitize us for pride, for the kids, for corporations to feel comfortable funding us, like, fuck you. Like, you obviously do not understand the central aspect as to why we are discriminated against and what what the counterbalance of pride to that. It's the core of pride. So I don't want to hear it. Um, if you're uncomfortable, you can always not go. <laughs> do other things. Do what I do. I don't go. I don't go to parades where, you know, like... I remember there was a pride parade where there was a trans float and... Um, uh, the trans women were all topless and showing off their, uh, for those who had like top surgery, showing off their, their, um, uh, their surgery scars. And like, fuck yes. Fuck yes. That's pride. That's pride. Not, and I love her and I love what she's doing, but like not Nina West, you know, on Disney singing to kids. That can be for a youth pride. Great. Have that, have that event. But like you need Main pride's got to be sex pride because that's the core of the community for at least the gays and lesbians because that's why people don't like us, the people who don't. So that's the pushback of pride, in my humble opinion. Feel free to cancel me on the internet. Um, all right. So that's those are my feelings about pride. If you agree, if you disagree, you know, drop us a comment. On Instagram, that's where we'll, like, talk to you. A comment on the podcast, I, I can't respond to that. But, um, yeah, at Dying Alone Together, or at Dying Alone Podcast. Why do I keep forgetting? It's at Dying Alone Podcast on uh, Instagram. Um, and if you have any, if you, one, if you have advice, you'd like to submit a question for advice for future episodes, please do so there. DMs, email necessaryoutlet at gmail.com. Um if you're in New York and you want to see me perform, I'm performing all summer, everywhere. Um, follow me at, at Jack Tracy Official, T-R-A-C-Y, no E, uh, to see all my performance dates. Come support me. If this episode is airing before June 30th, I honestly don't know, come to Abort the Court, uh, where I'm co-hosting with Britta Filter. And um, $5 is the pre-save uh, at abortthecourt.eventbrite.com. We're going to be raising money for abortion rights. Yet another thing under attack in this country. Um, so I hope you had a good Pride. I think this is the end of Pride Month. So I hope you had a good Pride Month. I hope you celebrate Pride every day. Uh, for those of you who are not in a space where you feel comfortable, girl, move to the coast. You know, move to a coast. Come, come, come join us. Um or or 
option one or option two, make every place a gay space. Find find your people and, you know, section off a corner of town and just make it the gay area. Open a small business, organize events, you know, we should have a piece of every town. So, yeah. All right. I'm tired. I'm going to stop talking. Uh, I'm actually recording this in the morning, so I have a full work day ahead of me. So I'm going to go make some money. Um, next week, you're going to get JJ's thoughts on Pride. And um, I don't know if we'll, we'll have another couple weeks off. I'm not sure exactly. But, um, yeah, we will be back with a refreshed Dying Alone Together. So I look forward to you all dying alone with uh, with me and JJ over the next year. Um, stay safe. Keep fucking. <laughs> Bye. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe.